Captain Biscuit. Yes, let's do it. It's on. <laughs> oh. Probably. Wait, so should we, is this how we're going to do it? <laughs> That's him sawing a biscuit open because we're actually not drinking anything this episode. Yeah, we're all, um, for different reasons, uh, not drinking this episode. Julie, because she's saving her alcohol consumption for uh, a, a trip to our local watering hole to drink with our Chicago bar grandma. Mm-hmm. Janine, because Janine is Janine is doing twenty dry teen, twenty two thousand dry teen, two thousand dry year. teen, the Man. whole thing. God, that's yeah. very very ambitious. Just so you know, if you decide to back out, no nope. judgment. I know. We will hard times. You and we will not peer pressure you. What's really nice about choosing to do uh, two thousand dry teen is that like it's such a long period of time. I'm not even gonna like pay attention to it because mm-hmm. it's gonna suck. I'm not gonna enjoy myself sometimes, but it's just fucking forever. So. Deal with it. Why That's think life. about it? Right? Yeah. Hmm. That's right. life. Uh, and me, because I am doing uh, Dryuary 2019. Uh, so Dryuary is good. Dryuary. Yeah. Ooh, this um, butter's good. Yeah, it's good butter, isn't it? Mm. Uh, so instead, we're eating bread <laughs> and drinking water. So welcome to Podlander Carbcast. <laughs> Podlander Podcast. <laughs> it's, that one's better than Podlander Sobercast. Yeah, yeah. We could also do Podlander Rice Pudding Cast because I forgot to eat lunch, so I'm going to be eating Podlander some Pudding Cast is pretty good. <laughs> welcome to Podlander Pudding Cast, an Outlander Podcast. I'm Allison. I'm Julie. And that's Janine. Hey. And we are talking about Season 4, Episode 10 of Outlander, The Deep Hearts Core, which which they decided to monologue about why it's called that in the little, it was like a solidly 40% of, of the, 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 about this episode, the, the mustache and Merle show <laughs> and Tony, what did you call it? Mustache digest. I think that's what the we mustache should call it. Digest. Yeah. TMD. Mm-hmm. Get it. Cause it's like TMZ, but for an insufferable executive producer or, or sorry, for a douchebag. Maybe TMD. he's very nice. All we know, you know is what? that he You're did right. a real shitty job with that one episode. Anyway. That's true. Um, I was not a big fan of this one. I think it was well done. It was just like the pacing was a little bit weird. It, it felt like filler. All mm. filler, no thriller. See, to me, I wouldn't say... Except for the family fight. Filler. I would say connective tissue. Mm, so it's right? like a collagen episode. Totally. Like the masks we put on our face. Yes, we, <laughs> we did face masks during our live stream today. Um, and all we look amazing. I mean, like Hannibal Lecter, amazing. <laughs> I'm positive we're glowing. Yeah, we are I glowing. do feel... Nice and mine um, was pearl. What was yours? Mine was the citrus one. It just said herbs, but it had like an orange on the front of it. Mine was aqua. Aqua. Nice. Mm -hmm. There was one that was wine. We'll have to try that one later. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I there's y'all have heard the term place setting or table setting episode, right? This to me, there were like one or two very important scenes, but it its purpose to me seems to be to get Brianna to River Run, mm-hmm. to get Jamie and Ian and Claire on the road. And to get Roger to the Dick Rocks. To get Roger to the DRs. Mm-hmm. Um to the Doctors. The Doctors. <laughs> Doctor Dick Rock. <laughs> Why is that so funny? Doctor Doctor. Doctor Dick Rock. Doctor. 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 Dick Rock. Doctor. <laughs> Guys, ever seen spots like that? My mother, my sister, my mother, my sister, <laughs> my mother, and my sister, and my doctor, and my dick rock. 
A solid Chinatown joke always. Um, Anyway, uh, yeah. So I think a lot of it is is getting things, everybody in their corners and stuff. Um, I feel like there were some little adaptation missteps and some good Mm -hmm. things. I sincerely hope that they're not going to bring back Duncan LaCroix for one season and then kill his ass. I'm nervous. I'm well. I mean, to be fair, he's not supposed to be there at all. So it would be real easy to have him go die a hero's death and try to take Stephen Bonnet out with him, and then boof, he's gone. Yeah, but how terrible does Stephen Bonnet? How much more terrible does Stephen Bonnet really need to be? I don't think he could be more terrible. Well, he can. Well, is he going to kill Murta? That's my question. I sure hope not. I mean, it just seems like a like such a waste. Mm Hmm. Anyway, I hope not. Hopefully we get a couple more scenes. Patty. I hope we get a couple more scenes with Aunt Jocasta and Murtaugh because they were nice together. Mm -hmm. And I would like to see a little more of that. So, you guys, um, pro tip, my notes suck today because the episode was kind of weird and jangly to me. And I couldn't really, like, I just didn't keep up with my paper. My pen ran out. I had a face mask on. I couldn't see. <laughs> so this is going to be a little bit more of a stumble through than usual. Mm. The title card is the still, but then we never really come back to it except for when they talk about it right away. They talk about it and then they use whiskey to bargain. They say they're going to use whiskey to bargain oh, with okay. Indians. Okay. Um, Which is a big deal. Like that's their, that's their livelihood. Well, and it's, it becomes sort of part of the story. They end up mm-hmm. using it. When they inevitably catch up to them, doy. Yeah, that's um, happening. They end up using the whiskey, so mm-hmm. um, still. Mm-hmm. Mm. Still. That's so still. Kind of a, not the best title card. Right? Yeah, not. It, it just didn't really feel connected to the episode. I think that's my whole thing is that there were good scenes, but none of them felt connected to each other in any way. It's weird. Um, and then it's Brianna and Jamie out in the woods, and they're both um, discussing traumas. And um, I did not care for the thing that Allison said worked way better in the book where Jamie starts like egging her on and then uh, basically attacks her to show her that she wouldn't be able to fight back. And it's like, gross. I just didn't like it. I think part of the reason it works in the bank Mm -hmm. is because, and this is going to be a common complaint from here on out, Mm -hmm. because every book you get more point of view characters, right? right? So like... In the first book, it's just Claire. And Claire is the only person who's first-person perspective. But you get mm-hmm. whatever, third-person removed or whatever it is where you can hear their thoughts and it's still in that second, whatever, whichever one that is. I don't fucking know. It's not like Some I'm a omniscient, for right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Third-person omniscient, something, whatever. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Anyway, people. Other people know. I'm tired. What? <laughs> I haven't had a drink in six days. Um, You're doing good. Thanks. Uh, so I drank a non-al- non-alcoholic beer yesterday, y'all, and it was... Fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like to describe it as uh, when you have a non-alcoholic beer, you can kind of taste what's missing. The first time I did that, I felt like I was, I had a missing tooth is the way I like to describe <laughs> it. Like I can, I can, I was like pushing at it. I was like, I know why it's missing this because I've chosen this route, but mm-hmm. Nah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, because it's in Brianna's head. It's all about her realization and what it means to her and what it tells oh. her and like. And so it works because you're in her head. And here, okay. they do a decent job of showing her having that realization. And, like, Sophie does a nice job of realizing what's going on. But, nah. It's very... The, it's, I will say... It was jarring. The it's, way, it's contrary to how Jamie would react in some ways. It just felt weird. Well, yeah. we haven't really seen him do that much parenting. That's fair. That's true. Even as just a person, though. Like, yeah. would he do it that? It just seems kind of shitty. I think... 
I like, I also didn't care for it. So it feels Mm -hmm. weird to be sort of defending it, but I do Mm -hmm. think that like knowing that no matter what you did, there was nothing you can do Mm -hmm. and that some things are out of your hands. And like that experience is, is not your fault. Not in that it happened, not in how it happened, none of it. And like, it happened and you are not to blame for it, which mm-hmm. is ultimately what he's saying, right? Like, right. sure, okay, let's say you fought. What would have happened? Great. Exactly the same thing? Terrific. Good to know. Um, it's, I think that is valuable, particularly coming from somebody who is also a survivor of rape, mm-hmm. but the way that it was approached in the show was not. It just felt. It didn't work. Blythe um, or something. I don't, I don't know what the word is I'm looking I w- for. I will say, I think it was useful as juxtaposition for the scene we get later in the episode where Jamie is like, wait, you're telling me that I beat that holy crap out of a guy when you willingly dorked him? Mm-hmm. Like, and she, and then she slaps the shit out of him and he doesn't fight back because he fucking deserves it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that is, that juxtaposition is interesting, but I agree it didn't work, which yeah. is too bad because I think the second half of that scene works really well. Yeah. And they, I thought that they were good together. I think that they... Yeah. Play well off they of each other. They are good together. Well, and knowing too, like, and this is maybe me jumping a little bit to uh, some assumptions about production. Mm-hmm. So, like, the we saw in the last, in the end scene where they're talking about how, like, the producers were going off on their rent, uh, how they shot in winter when it was snowing and it was colder. It seems to me that they reshot that entire scene. And mm-hmm. I'm curious if maybe they maybe did the same thing in the writing or maybe they had a, they went a different direction. It just didn't work. Something of that mm-hmm. nature. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I am curious if there was another decision made there that, we just like we as viewers aren't going to get to see it in some way or form. I'll be curious, those of you who've read the books, if you want to reach out to us wherever you reach out, um, if you feel the same way, where like, oh, I understand that scene, I understand how it works in the books, and basically it's the same, different location and sort of different level of intensity, but like sort of basically the same, but it, there are lots of things that work on the page that do not work off, and I think this mm-hmm. is one of them for me that works. Not brilliantly, but works on the page and does not work off. That said, the conversation that they have about revenge... Mm. Right afterwards. Yeah. Really good. Mm. And that obviously comes back. There are some pretty big in the mix changes to the way that they part. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't want to say too much about that because I think there's a chance that we'll hear more about that in the next episode. With Mr. Lord John Coinface Gray. Gray coming back and also a Hobbit showing up to play. Yeah, Billy Boyd. Billy Boyd's going to show up. So um, then once again, my shitty notes, I immediately skip to the um, Native Americans in the forest with Roger on a rope. And who's this other dude? We don't, we get a few scenes with this other dude on the rope. He cracks one very morbid joke and then dies. And then it's straight dead. <laughs> like, who was this guy? Was it just a little... Color to show how horrible this well, march I is? Well, I think or? it's... So I think that's the way that it was filmed. There, We have the sort of shot through the trees, and they're walking, and then the guy starts to stumble, and Roger helps him up. The guy starts to stumble, and Roger mm-hmm. helps him up. And then they're tied to this tree, and he dies. Right. Right? And we see Roger start to sort of catch up to where he is in level of terms of dehydration and exhaustion. exhaustion. And then he starts mm-hmm. to stumble, and he gets up. And he starts to stumble, and he gets up. So we know what's going to happen if he keeps going the way he does, because we watched it happen to this guy. So he'll be tried, tied to a tree and die in the night, is what's right. going to happen to Roger. 
And instead, he, Brianna's right down the side of the cliff. <laughs> Brianna right over that ledge. <laughs> I'm keeping this. Yeah. That's a Brianna good, from now on. That's it. When Fergus is going to be going to the still or something, and he's going to trip, and he's going to fall. He's going to Brianna right down a hill, and yep. we're going to call it a Brianna. Mm-hmm. Clara's going to, like, trip going up the porch, and that's going to be a half Brianna. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, just a baby that's, Brianna. That's a Brie. That's a Brie. It's a Brie. Oh. A Brie is just a trip. A yeah. Brianna's the full roll. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Brianna Randall Fraser is going to be a trip that goes into a tumble down a hill. And then you land and you're like, oh, thank God. And then you go down another hill. Like Homer Simpson going down the... Like all the way down the... Totally. Or like Princess Bride. As you wish. And then my note skips directly to the Native Americans telling the story of Sapling and Flint. And I think that this is just to show that we're like... They're there with them all the time. I don't. I don't really understand what the point of this scene was, except to show that Roger and this other dude, whose name I don't think we ever hear, are together in this horrible journey. Yeah, I'm, I was trying to think what themes in that story, like one who creates all the good and one who creates all the bad. I guess that's Roger and and um, Bonnet, right? two forces in this woman's mm. life, one a force of good and one a force mm-hmm. of evil. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. even that feels like a stretch. Or two mm-hmm. fathers and Jamie really biffed it this time. Yeah. Not it just, it felt, it just felt unnecessary. Uh, we're going to get there. But can we talk about, I, I had to do something on your father and she goes, my father would never have done that. And I'm burn. like, yeah, burn. Earn, sick burn. burn. Uh, speaking of sick burns, let's talk about Roger's makeup. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. So you guys, it's very clear that you know what you're doing makeup wise. Get to work on a wig. <laughs> I think the wig was mostly pretty good this week. It was a little bit better, but still like the stringy, like it gets carrot top bangs. Wig is- yeah, his wig is great, but Jamie's wig continues to be subpar. Jamie just needed a little, when he got a little spritz on there. Yeah, when he got a little moist, when he got a little guilt wet. Yeah, yeah. It didn't look so bad, but like. <laughs> wet. Just a little flop sweat when he's going to go save his son-in-law. So after we see Jamie and Brianna in the woods, then we see Claire and Brianna having a conversation about abortion, Mm -hmm. which I'm so glad they didn't cut. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't didn't really think they would, but you never know. Right. I I was like, uh, Claire's really laying it out for a good old day style. (laughs) Like, it's going to hurt. Yeah. I don't have any painkiller, so I'm just going to have to get in there and dig around. It's going to be really dangerous. It's going to suck. And here's some whiskey. But uh, the herbs <laughs> option is actually worse. I know it sounds like it would be fine, but that might kill you. Mm-hmm. So, um, we, but we can do this. I can help you. There's just uh, absolutely no upside other than that. Then you wouldn't be pregnant anymore. Right. So, I did and we, by the way, I used all my penicillin <gasps> because Galus Duncan had the sif. So, like, all my penicillin's gone. So, it's basically just going to be... Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. Nope. Mm-mm. I found it. I found. I don't know why this struck me as like beyond clinical, but the when uh, Bree said the the withdrawal method. Oh, she was talking about Roger. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. But it just like it took me a second. I'm going like that sounds like is that is I mean they I guess still that, call it that they yeah, still call it that that's actually that just feels very clinical and I never actually heard it they call it oh that yeah because mm-hmm. I am of of the gutter and we you know <laughs> we just <What>? say pull out <laughs> yeah we say the pull out when yeah. you pull out when right you pull out doesn't always work I think that it's what they used to call it when it was actually considered a true form of birth control oh. which it never has been yeah and never will be <laughs> and I will say and it's never just the tip 
Never. <laughs> um, I do know someone who has gotten pregnant using the withdrawal method. So that's real, man. Oh, I believe mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, that's yeah. like. I mean, that's not even. So something it really that, could be Rogers. Yeah, it's just not mm-hmm. even like a belief thing. That's the truth. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we see it cuts to life on the homestead, and they're out. Oh, but the other option, she says, the other oh. thing she has to decide is, are you if going you back? are going to keep it, you got to go because you got to go. Mm-hmm. You're, you can't go through with a baby in your hands. And then she proceeds to lay out like four different nightmare scenarios. Yeah. Where it's like, maybe you go through and the baby doesn't. Maybe the does, baby does go through, but ends up in like the 1490s. Like who the fuck, maybe lands up on in the future, but there isn't any more... Haiti anymore because that's where the nearest stone circle is. So maybe Ooh. like maybe Haiti just, and the baby just falls in the ocean. Oh yeah, my like, god! Maybe, we don't know. Maybe baby goes through and you don't go through, and then you both get unstuck in space and time, and then the TARDIS has to come rescue. Only the TARDIS is fictional. So what are you gonna do? Or maybe the baby goes through and ends up in Loch Ness and immediately just gets eaten by an enormous dinosaur. And then the dinosaur has another dick rock in its stomach. Right. And then you go through to another dinosaur's belly. And then you wake up and you're like, where the fuck am I? And then the dinosaur shits you out. And this is Claire just right after she said, I'll give you an abortion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a pretty accurate depiction of this we're conversation. we're pretty much yeah. nailing it. Um, anyway, so basically Brianna has to decide right now, which means it's time for a montage. Yes. I'm, I couldn't believe it. It's like, you have to make this decision right now. And then montage, passage of time. What? I thought it was clumsy. I think it's like a week. Well, because we see, I mean, we're going, sorry, I'm opening my rice pudding, pudding cast. (laughs) Do you need a spoon? Ooh, she already got red. Wait, hold on. That's my spoon, guys. (laughs) (laughs) So in the montage, it's life on the farm. Yeah, but I also think the reason we need to see the passage of time is because Roger is tying his knots on his little rope, which by the way, that's the morbid joke we get. I think you're going to need a longer, longer st- rope. Or yeah, you're going to need a longer string. <laughs> and then he goes, <laughs> and Roger goes, <laughs> you're right. You're a jerk. Uh, good old Ricky Rankin doing a really good job in this episode. Yeah, he did do a good job. Um, Wean also doing a good job. He's uh, maybe a little bit too interested in his cousin. And uh, she notices it, and Jamie says something like, he seems to like you a lot. And she goes, oh, he's my cousin. And he goes, so, <laughs> and I'm like, what is this, Arkansas? Um, but then he learns maybe in the future that cousins don't get together so much anymore. But I think based on things that Allison has told me, these cousins are getting together. Maybe not no, doing no, no, it. No, 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 They're not getting together. Okay. No. Um, as we were watching, I was like, oh, they're not going to do the thing where Ian like real clumsily proposes to Brianna because Jamie made him. Uh, that's too bad. And then they did it at the end. And it wasn't And good. I get that, like, that. it actually makes more sense as a character moment that Ian would be like, I fucked this up so badly. The least I can do is, like, give my entire life to you to do whatever the fuck you need me to do to keep you safe. Only it played, like, this dude who has a crush on you mm-hmm. proposes to you after he just sold your boyfriend slash fiance slash husband because Brianna seems very unclear on what Handfast means to her specifically. Yes. To the Mohawk. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, and it didn't play so it well. In work. the book, it's it's like Jamie is just dead set on getting her married immediately for 
toxic masculine but also understandable societal reasons protection at the right. time right and so he basically like gets ian all dressed up and like puts his nicest coat on him and tries to wash his shitty face <laughs> and then sends him in and he's all nervous and uncomfortable and he's just trying to propose to brianna she's like what the fuck are you doing get and out of my face it's like a much needed moment of levity which we didn't um, get. Which we, didn't we did get not all. get. No, we only got it with the string comment, and that wasn't enough. No, and it wasn't even really funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a note here that says chunky knitwear, and I think that that was that big chunky shawl that Bray was wearing that I really liked. You said to remind you to tell us about a show you watched last night and something about chunky knitwear. Oh. Oh, I can't remember how, what got me started on it. I think it was the... Um, Oh, Claire in the garden. That's what it was. So listeners of the show will know that I have a very particular and strange, strange and unexplainable, just true disgust and fear of slugs. Like I don't, I can't, (laughs) I can't explain it. Don't ask me to. I don't know why. Neil and I started watching this show called River Cottage. And it's this show, I think it's just from a couple of years ago. It's this British dude who like left the city. He's a cook and he moved into a cottage out in the countryside and started like an organic garden and it's his whole process of how it's basically homesteading kind of but modern and they keep but with toilets right like this old house but british this extremely old cottage yes (laughs) but it's more about like his garden and learning how to raise livestock and like Mm -hmm. all these things that he's doing and (laughs) dr british medicine woman exactly the first episode is when he first starts planting things, and I've just been waiting. I've been waiting because they keep mentioning it about how bad the slugs are, and I'm just like, God, why am I watching this fucking show? And then the second episode started, and it was this thing happens to me when I see a slug where it like I see it, but my mind won't let me fully recognize it, so I just go <laughs> ah! and close my eyes. So it happened, and I was like. <gasps> And I closed my eyes and like put my thing up and I just watched Neil and Neil's like, don't worry, I will tell you when you can look back at the television. And then his face was like this for a solid 30 seconds. He's like, oh my God. Oh no. <laughs> oh. oh God. And then I hear the guy's voice on the show go, well, at least I could use these things. The chickens love to eat them and they're a great, great source of protein. And Neil's like, oh God. <laughs> So I'm watching Claire bend over in that little herb garden, and I'm like, oh, god damn it. <laughs> but then I saw, I, I, I consult myself by looking at the chunky knitwear, because that mm. gray, that big gauged uh, thing that Brianna was wearing was really cool. The show, was it yeah. a shrug? They have this very intense conversation, and then it cuts away, and she's wearing that shrug, and I just went, show! And it was like... Because <laughs> it was so good. Mm-hmm. So, like, apologies to the very good acting, but come on, that was a come really on. good shred. Chunky knitwear. Yeah. And then I have, um, oh, nope, there's my montage thing, like, why? And Murtaugh's uh, there. We see them eat Chinese food, take out. Right, that's right. Thursday night Chinese. And then um, we cut to Claire and Brianna taking the drying off the line and just going back and forth talking about things they miss from the future so much, mostly food. Greasy cheeseburgers, one. Led Zeppelin is one. That's funny. And then, but then Claire much prefers smooth jazz. 
And then they both say toilets, and there's like a real r- recognition. And uh, Jen Lander Drunklin, that was for you. Yeah. <laughs> we met you. We she visited us yesterday, and she talked about how they never talk about hygiene on the show. <laughs> and they they threw you a little bone there. They're both like, oh yeah, flushing toilets, Flush. flushing, oh, oh flushing. Real quick, mm-hmm. pretend we're also folding laundry. On Fraser's okay. Ridge. All right. Fraser's. Matthew Fraser's. B. Roberts. Fraser's. 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 Not Fraser. This is not Seattle. The, this is not toss salad and scrambled <laughs> eggs. <laughs> Things I would miss. Toss salad. I guess I could still have scrambled eggs. Mm-hmm. But not with that shredded cheddar. No. Mm-mm. And not where you like use sour cream instead of milk and then you... Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not cooked very easily. Oh, things that we range. would miss if we were yeah. in Fraser's Ridge? Um... I mean, video games. I'm sorry. Like, that's a part of my life these days. I that's love cool. video games, man. Mm. Uh, I would miss burritos. A lot. Yeah. In it fact, be... I think I'm going to get a burrito on my way out of here. God, it would be hard to make yourself a burrito. Mm-hmm. God, do you think about having to make your own tortillas. Like, first of all, you got to kill a pig because you need that lard. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to go all the way back. White sow, no. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, burritos, tacos, those are things that I would greatly mm. miss. I'd miss, like, cake, because baking cake is fucking hard. Yeah, probably, <laughs> yeah, because you're going to have to mill your own flour and all that shit. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. regulating temperature and everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, that's hard even now. Cake like, what are hard. they eating, oatmeal? Oatmeal and herbs? Like, Pat-ish. that's their life? Oh, yeah, and root vegetables. Well, and they're hunting. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's true, some venison. Jerky. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, that's jerky. right, the smokehouse. I almost yeah. forgot about it. I'd miss air conditioning. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'd really I'd miss, miss showers. Yeah. I mean, there's hygiene mm. again. But I love a hot shower. Yeah. I got a shower head for Christmas. It was the fucking best gift. Yeah? Dude, it's like I haven't... I, for years, I haven't had proper uh, water pressure or like nice mm-hmm. water pressure. This shower head has turned my bathroom experience into something great. F- mornings are awesome. You know what <laughs> I want to do when I wake up? Take a shower. Not like, oh, I got to take a shower because I got to stay. No, it feels good. <laughs> You're like, yay. <laughs> that, that plus my smelly soaps, uh, soaps that I got. Oh, did you Fuck pick yeah. some up today? Yes. Apple okay. and cinnamon. Excellent. Uh, two separate ones. All right. So I can choose how I want to feel. Yep. Today was a what full areas c- get which smell? Yeah, today mm. was a full cinnamon day, but I think tomorrow, <laughs> left side cinnamon, right side apple. Oh. <laughs> I love these experiments. I've got two soaps in my shower at the moment, too. One is spiced rum. Yum. Smells good. The other is sea salt. Mm. Also great. That one is like a very mild smell. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, I've got, I normally am like anti body wash. Mm-hmm. I prefer a soap. But they were selling the um, body wash version of the body oil that I use from a Chicago company called Soap Distillery mm-hmm. that makes these really amazing bath products that are all named for like cocktails and alcohol and shit. So there's like Negroni and there's mm-hmm. Margarita and whatever. Um, and it's uh, beer and cigarettes. <laughs> and it's, it's amazing. It's tobacco and hops and lavender and vanilla, I think. And it just smells fucking amazing. So when I saw they had the body wash of it, I was like, I'm just going to have to break my oath and use it because it's just going to smell so good. And it does. That's weird because I just bought myself a little thing of body wash from Lush and I don't use body wash either. It's just because yeah, I, wanted to, I wanted to smell this stuff for years and I finally got it. Rose Jam. It's good. It's a little bit bubble gummy for my taste, but it's mild. It's not too aggressive. Unlike walking into a Lush store and never smelling anything correctly again. Mm-hmm. Um, wait a minute. Yeah, hygiene. 
that's how we got that's here. We, we got are here. literally talking about so, hygiene. Post montage, they're oh, all. She has the nightmare. Oh yeah, so Very the nightmare. terrible, terrible nightmare where at first she thinks Roger's back, and then it turns into Stephen Bonnet, and he's going to rape her again. Oh, but then Lizzie wakes her up. And then she finds out from Lizzie. Yeah, because Lizzie's like, don't worry. Don't we, worry about it. I know He's this never is coming never, back. I can. This will never happen to you again. And she's like, wait a minute, what? And then, of course, we find out the mistake that Lizzie made. As the lovely people in our Slack channel have been calling it, the great misunderstanding. <laughs> all capitalized. <laughs> the great misunderstanding. Of 1769. <laughs> <Yes>. So... <laughs> So Brianna finds out that Jamie beat her hand-fast lover uh, almost to a pulp and almost to death, and then we've got the fallout from that. And then we have the big family, Edward Albee fight. And um, it was pretty good. Sophie does a real good job in that scene. Yeah, I she think so, too. fucking... She's... Yeah. She did so good. I yeah. Just... Um, when she says... Uh, you do not get to be more angry than I am, or whatever right. that line is. That was mm-hmm. good. Also, she smacked Ian so hard his nose. Blood. <laughs> she, she smacked him right in the next week. Um, but th- what I think is interesting about that scene is that Jamie is, and it's not my favorite Sam Hewan scene because mm-hmm. there's a lot to play at once, and I'm not sure he's playing all the things. Um, but he's obviously like very defensive and mm-hmm. then lashes out in exactly the way he was pretending to lash out earlier. Where he right. was like, what, what? So you're just, I beat almost beat a man to death because you're just a big old slut. And then she like hauls off and whacks him, which I am not in favor of in basically every instance, but when it's Nazis or somebody being like, why did you have to go and get yourself raped then? Then right. like, by all means, go ahead and smack somebody across the face really hard. Um, so yeah, it's a good, and you can see Claire is just getting angrier and angrier and angrier, and that's good and believable. And then uh, she drops the old wedding ring of truth on the table. And now we know it was Stephen Bonnet and woof. Woof. Yeah, everybody's very upset mm-hmm. with everybody else. Um, oh, I almost forgot my favorite part of the scene. Yeah, hit me. Was when it first started and we could tell it was going to get real hot, Marta's like, I think I'll go outside and just get up and leave. <laughs> and then Ian tries to, and Brianna's like, no, no. fucking way. Sit your you ass sit down. sit down. But Marta's like, peace. <laughs> Marta out. Bonk. <laughs> so this is where effectively my notes fucking end because I just, oh, Sophie. I just stopped taking them. So probably after this, we go back to Roger on the road with the mohawk. I'm going to assume this, I think, maybe is when we find out that his partner in crime is dead tied to a tree. Yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah. It's the, it's, I think the Roger stuff is pretty well handled because it definitely feels like every day is exactly the same, which is mm-hmm. how it should feel. Right. But it doesn't make for much fun and discussion. No, right? it doesn't. It's just another day where Roger ties another shitty knot and is too short strength. And stumbles and his a while. And bruises gradually get greener and greener, and his face gets less puffy, and his wrists look weirder. And then the, what breaks up the monotony? Oh, going full Brianna down a hill. <laughs> you know, what those moments did do, though, is it showed that these captors weren't like jerk bags. Like, yeah, they're tugging him behind him horse and they let him die against the tree but uh because they do make a note at some point that the mohawk are honorable noble people that are like adopting people into their tribe and that kind of thing they're keeping him alive so in that regard well and in theory ian told them that he's a rapist (laughs) 
Um, Mm -hmm. But maybe not. I don't know. It's unclear. Yeah. Um, Anyway, they give him water, but they are tugging him behind this horse. Yeah, but it is not not, not exciting. So let's just finish with that. Let's finish that part. Let's finish the Roger shit. So dude is dead. He's more and more sad, tying more and more sad little fucking knots in his string. He's running out of room. Dead dude was right. And then one day, all of a sudden, he's stumbling way more, too. Mm -hmm. And then he Brianna's down the hill, and it's his chance to escape. And then we had a very spirited discussion while we watched this. But also... He tumbles oh, yes. down the hill. Oh God! Gets caught in the fucking rope, basically turns his ham into like his ham, his hand. Well, it's the ham. color of ham. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, like you know, when you take a latex glove and you blow it up, so it's like a finger balloon. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. That is what his fucking oh, hand looks it was like. Gross. And then finally, it just goes bloop, through the loop, and he tumbles. He Brianna's down the rest of the hill. And they're like, no. And one of them takes a shot at him. And one of the, the other, other Mohawk like, is like, stop to kill him. He's like, what? What are you doing? So then they try to chase him and he hides. And then all of a sudden he hears what sounds like a bunch of bees being a penis. And it's the Dick Rock. Yep. It's Dr. Dick Rock. <laughs> doctor, doctor. Dr. Doctor. And yeah. he doesn't, um, he pull, He has the two gems on him. And then all of a sudden he remembers Brianna. As Allison said, why do I have two? Oh, yes, Brianna. And then he's tortured about touching it or not. And the way that the episode ends is him reaching out to touch it. So I presume that he touches it. We'll find out soon. Okay. So that's Roger dispatched. Now they got to figure out what the fuck they're going to do. So Brianna's like, we're going to find him. And Jamie's like, you can't travel because you're pregnant and it's going to take weeks. They also mention that the Mohawk lives 700 miles miles away. away, upstate New York. Well, I mean, Jamie did say, get him out of my sight. I never want to see him again. So Ian was just following directions. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So they decide the plan is that Claire, Jamie, and Ian are going to go try to find Roger. And Brianna and Murtaugh are going to go to Riverwind. With Lizzie. With Lizzie. Yeah. To see Aja Acosta and have a safe place for Brianna to stay. Claire, understandably, is like, well, no, I'm not going. I'm staying with my pregnant daughter because I'm the only decent doctor in the right. entire fucking country. And Brianna's like, no fucking way, Mom. You have to go because he has to see a familiar face. And also, he's going to need a doctor. Claire's like, call right. it the doctor thing. Like, God damn it. <laughs> fucking hypocritical. God damn it. You're right. Um, so she decides she's going to go and Brianna's obviously pissed at Lizzie, but nowhere near as pissed as she is at Ian and Jamie. And this mm-hmm. is when Ian proposes and it's doesn't not work. good. Um, and I think Sam does better in this scene where he's like, well, this he, have, this he makes is, the this bow. Is, this is the nighttime, yeah. the nighttime thing. We're no, this about. is the daytime when they're about we're to hit the road. Well, kind of lumping them together. Uh, lumping them together Cause there was the decision to go and then there is the going. Well, cause the nighttime we're, we're skipping over one of Jamie and Murtaugh's next plot point. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. When Jamie is like, Murta, when you go to River Run, find Stephen Bonnet. Bring him to me so I can kill him. Because he learned fucking nothing. This Jack, is, yes, literally not like a moment ten, of learning. Ten seconds after Claire goes, why the fuck you beat someone? Fuck, what the fuck? And then she walks away and goes, hey, by the way, I want to fucking kill that guy. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> it's in, like, come in on. Secret, in secret. Come I'm, on. Toxic masculinity. Things uh, that Jamie is not good at. Not looking hot while covered in blood. Mm-hmm. He's a weak semen. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's can't carry a tune in a bucket. Can't carry a tune in a bucket. Uh, and also he's very bad at learning from this one specific mistake. He's over good at learning and from over basically and over again. All other mistakes. But this one. But this one. Like somehow. this one specific one. Don't just straight up murder people. Yeah. <laughs> it's like have taken that because this isn't self-defense. I mean, I no, guess like this would be murder. Seen in a, and you can understand in his head. 
how this would also sort of be self-defense, right? Like he let him go. Right. And because he let him go, first his friend got murdered. Mm-hmm. And then Claire had to poop out her own ring <laughs> <laughs> and like, and they stole all their shit and he beat the crap out of all of them and threw the dog in the water and like all this terrible stuff. Then he raped his daughter. Mm-hmm. So like, you can understand why Jamie would think I need to correct this mistake. I obviously should not have let this dude go. Right. And now, and he's out there in the world killing people, but he doesn't say like, let's go find the sheriff. And tell him what happened. No. So that, no. He's just like, bring him to me so I can straight up murder kill him. him. And Murta, who apparently also has not learned this lesson. Murta like, doesn't want to learn that lesson ever. No. He has no interest in that lesson. He does not. No. Um, although maybe, who knows, maybe love will show him a way. Man, I'm just nervous he's going to die. I'm nervous. I've got, I've got feelers. They're happening. So yeah. then they go ahead and head their separate directions the next day. That's when Ian does the stupid proposal. And then um, kind of quickly, I guess we go back to a Roger scene, but we've already finished with that. Um, Brianna and uh, Murtaugh land at River Run, and it's a kind of a happy reunion. It's a great scene between Murtaugh and Angie Costa, and then Angie Costa is very excited to meet Bree. <laughs> Ulysses is just like, can I just fucking read this note? Can I just read this? And nobody will let him talk. Um, I'm sure that this is, is this going to be the plot point where Phaedra becomes very important? No. Okay. All right. Cause yeah. I was expecting it earlier and then it never happened. And no, I mean, Jocasta is a character for, you know, quite a while now. Okay. Yeah. They are at river run with some frequency. Okay. Um, yeah, I, uh, liked that scene a lot. It was awkward mm-hmm. and funny. And sad, but mm-hmm. also like they're just their insistence on summarizing the letter while Ulysses was just like, eh. yeah, I'm, I'm holding it. Yep, that's about what it says. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much what it Here says. Here I am with this wonderful tone. In my voice. <laughs> yeah, and you won't let me read it. Yeah, and that's kind of it because it ends on the cliffhanger of Roger reaching out to touch the dick rock, which we already said. Yeah, yeah, I just uh, this episode didn't really do much for me. I think it was pretty good. I think. It's not like the most mm, uh, important, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like I really, like I said, collagen, setting collagen up a lot episode, of stuff. right? Yeah. But I do think that the way, like the way they put all the pieces in motion is good. They made a lot of really interesting choices in adaptation. I don't think the first half of that scene with Jamie and Brie works super well off the page, um, but I think they did a nice job with it. And the second half I thought was great. I thought mm-hmm. that all of the Claire and Brianna stuff was great. Yes. Um, I think Sophie is continuing to do a really good job. I think Richard, I mean, Richard Rankin had maybe he, it four was a good lines episode, of dialogue in the but whole But it was episode. very good for him. And he was very good, unsurprisingly, mm-hmm. very good. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you know, I think it's, I think it is good and I think it does the job well. Right. But yeah, not one that I'm going to. Not one for the well, books, obviously, because I didn't take a damn yeah. note. <laughs> like, there's only three more episodes I mean, left. You in did the have season. that yeah. face mask on. I did have the face mask, and my pen ran out. But mm-hmm. and, and then, then you I mean, threw it. Things happened. And then you went to get a new one. 
and still didn't because yeah. it was just like uh, yeah. I, it, I, it wasn't moving me to do it. I just wasn't this Some in the scales. Shit, yeah, in the scales, this is definitely one that I would have gotten up and gone and gotten a beer if I had it. Yeah, without but, pressing you know, pause. Mm. Podlander pudding cast. <laughs> yeah, this is the podcast tonight. No beer. So on a scale from podcast, uh, podcast. I said podcast. Oh my oh, yeah. god, we got it. We need a spinoff where we just review pudding. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so I have a scale for this then. So on a scale from uh, blood pudding to to, uh, bread pudding, where would you say you'd get up to to get a beer? You know what? To get a pudding. Rice pudding. (laughs) Yeah, you know what? That's fucking perfect. Or tapioca pudding. Something like that. Consistent, reliable, not like... Mind blowing, kind of boring sometimes. Sometimes but comforting, boring, but also comforting and, and like well made and good and yeah, gets the job done. Right. Yeah, it's a gets the job done pudding. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's not like it's not like a cup, mm. and it's not like, like a fantastic banana pudding or like a nice chocolate mousse. Ooh, right, yeah. it's not like that. Yeah, it's mm, rice pudding. pudding. It is Trader Joe's rice pudding, all <laughs> natural, no preservatives, no artificial colors. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, um, okay, let's do the platinum pamplemousse. Pamplemousse. Um, I think I might have to give it to Sophie Skelton. Me too. Yeah, yeah so this too. is a first. Yeah, it is. It is. I, you could also do Katrina, who mm-hmm. I think does a really nice job. But I also think, and this is also a testament to her performance, those scenes are all about Brianna. Mm-hmm. All of them. They feel like they're about Brianna, well-directed, but also as an actor, you have to know when like your job is to give to somebody right. and to dial it back a little on. And I think she does a really nice job. Golden Globes are tonight. She's not going to win, but it would be cool if she did. Mm. Yeah. But Who do you think is going to win? Oh, I don't fucking know. Who's, um, who's on the list? Who's nominees in I know drama? Sandra O oh is one of them. Yeah, well, and she's hosting. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, is Carrie Russell nominated? Let's find out. Let's I think so. Out. Are you are you Googling, Janine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, while you're looking it up, some questions from the people in the Slack. Um, Jen Leonard Drunklin writes, I fucking love this episode, and I don't have the perspective to guess how interesting this would have been to someone who wasn't very invested in the storyline already, someone who wasn't paying close attention to all the adaptation choices that were made. I guess that's not really a question. Um, but yeah, I'm very curious to know what what other non-book readers thought, mm-hmm. but also what other book readers thought. I guess I just want to know what people thought. Uh, also, why are they putting lipstick on Brie? It is very noticeable and distracting and irritating. You know what? That's fucking true. Yeah. That her, is true. It's her well in the eyebrows. Why are yeah? You were distracted by her beautiful eyebrows. They are beautiful. They are, but they're I too neat. I want to know who does her brows, but like they are way too neat. Oh, this is this is a this is a hard one. Sorry, looking at the Hit nominees. Me. Yeah. So for the best performance by an actress in a television series drama, it's uh, Katrina. Uh, Elizabeth Moss from The Handmaid's Tale, Sandra Oh, Killing Eve, Julia Roberts, Homecoming, Carrie Russell, The Americans. So. That's like a lot of um, stuff. The Golden Globes like movie stars. Yeah. So there is a pretty, pretty, pretty solid chance that Julia Roberts gets that, but also Sandra Oh is hosting and would totally deserve it. Uh, from that list, I gotta hope it's Carrie Russell, but that will probably not happen. Okay. But it's great. I don't think she's been nominated for the Americans before. Are you serious? It's the last year. And yeah, it flew like, under the radar for a long time. Wow. And I hear so many, like, she, like that. she's awesome. That show's awesome, and she's awesome in yeah, the show. Yeah, she and Matthew mm-hmm. Reese, uh, who is also nominated, I think, um, are both fucking great. Like, really very insanely good on this show. 
He yeah. was nominated. Um, looking supporting is Noah Emmerich nominated? Uh, supporting television series? Yeah. This is organized poorly. You're or no? That's not true. While he's looking. Anne asks, what did you guys think about how Sam did this up? I think that was the scene Allison was talking about in Just We Spoiler last week. That was the scene. Um, I think they did a perfectly fine job with it, but it just was uh, adapted a little bit weird. Um, and I'm not sure it would tra- I'm not sure there's a way to make it translate unless it's all her face or so- I have no idea. Serious um, limited series. Okay. For actress or actor? Sorry. Supporting. supporting. I'm curious about supporting actor TV. Uh, supporting, it's Alan Arkin. Uh, for the Komsky method. Yeah. Um, Weird. Kieran Culkin, Succession. He's very good on that. Edgar Ramirez, The Assassination of uh, Gianni Versace, uh, Mm. the American crime story. Ben Wishaw, a very English scandal. And uh, Henry Winkler, Barry. Okay. No, he wasn't. Okay. Anyway, Noah Emmerich is also good in The Americans. Um, A very English scandal is great. Sandy Mm -hmm. Newton from Westworld is nominated for the Best Supporting Actress. Yep. I thought she was great. She is very good. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I think Sam did fine. I just don't think that scene was very well handled. Yeah. And I think he wasn't as good as last week, but Jesus Christ, how could you be? Also, I would be remiss if I did not bring this up. Someone on our Facebook page, and I wish I would have written their name down. She was like, first thing you do when you meet your daughter after 600 years is reach out and touch her face with your hand you were just pissing with. I actually couldn't get that out of my head when we during that scene where he moved her hair again. I was like, did you just pee? Did you just fucking pee? It reminds me of my friend Sarah Kerner and I had this long discussion about dudes who don't wash their hands after they pee and then like shake hands with people. It's like, God damn it, have some respect and wash the dick off your hands. Yeah, like, I want that D off your H. Get it out of there. Dr. Dick Rock says, always wash your hands. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um... So, also, uh, Jen Leonard Dunklin shared a promotional still in which Jamie does not have bangs and captioned it, just fine like this. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Right? (laughs) Yep. Um, So, yeah, I guess the other scale would be doing it, which we're going to skip because there's no doing it. Um, And there's no, like, long lingering look. There's no sexual tension. Mm -hmm. There's Claire is real pissed at Jamie. Yeah. So there's that. There's that nice moment between Wien and and Brie where she gets the thing. Yeah, but that's not sexual tension. Listen, it's been a while for me. That's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I'm feeling it. Kissing cousins. You're into the kissing cousins. Uh, No, not that part. I just, oh, damn. Yep. (laughs) Oh no! There's a little. There's Merton Jocasta. Oh that's yeah. There's a little spark. Oh, she's there. like feeling his hands. Where she's like, yeah, I remember these hands. They it's, were always uh, giving I know my where sister it, flowers and giving my sister presents. And I know my where sister I know what I would give it on the scale, even though the scale doesn't exist. What is it? It's the video to the song "Hello" by Lionel Richie. <laughs> the blind woman that sculpts the face. All right, face. all right, that works. Hello, that song. I would give it. Let's see. How about? Um, just the first like thirty seconds of the pottery wheel scene from Ghost. Yes, but just the very beginning right. before it gets sloppy. Where right. it's just like, ooh, tactile. Don't. But yeah, and then just, cut. this long. Oh, j- cut. <laughs> Not my. No, just no, get that out oh, of there. Oh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and the getting up to get a beer scale. I guess is also the pud. Scale. It's the put scale. That's, that's why I'm, I'm saying yeah. that yeah. rice or tapioca pudding totally is right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's it. That's that. We answered some questions. We talked about the episode. We yeah. didn't drink. 
We did everything we're supposed to do. Yeah. The next, you know what, the next you know what this episode feels like? Huh. It feels like, mm, you know, I knew I was, this is what I w- was getting myself into. I knew that, but it just feels like I'm missing a tooth. <laughs> <laughs> just feels like, <laughs> like, I know, like this episode is missing a tooth. Mm-hmm. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's a good, but very strange analogy. I know. I know. Um, so <laughs> while I'm pulling up our list of patrons, Jadine, do you want to tell the people where they can find us? Um, this is training wheels. Uh, you can find us uh, on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash podlander drunk cast. Podlander cast. God damn it. <laughs> I didn't practice this. <laughs> Every week I should practice. We should start. Be- I need to just write it down and have it like laminated yeah. so I can just put it in your face like this. <laughs> well, just take, send me home with it and then re- remind me before I show up here that, Aaron, don't, don't fucking forget. You're going to say You're going to do this. Uh, it's uh, Podlander at Drunk. <laughs> oh, you can find us on Twitter at PodlanderCast. You can find us on Patreon at <laughs> patreon.com slash PodlanderDrunkCast. We want to thank all of you for listening, obviously. Uh, oh, also, we never do this. You can leave us a review on iTunes. That's very helpful. Or on Stitcher or wherever you listen to And podcasts. literally when we read them, they do they make, make our day. They make us laugh so we hard, really you guys. We've got we some really good, funny ones. Yeah. They make us so happy. Um, uh, anyway, we want to thank all of our patrons for making this show possible. It is expensive, so the fact that you contribute means it exists, and that's amazing. Uh, but we especially want to thank the following patrons, Amanda Newton, Anne Gavin, Anne Gibson, Beth Lott, Kara Marlowe, Katie Kirshner, Chantel Davis, Crystal Nanavati, Dr. J, Aaron Yutzi, Flourish Root, Friday Payton, Heather Moore, Ida with an I, Jenna Polkowski, Jen Lander Drunklin, Catherine Marshall Eastman. Good job. Kiki the Wise. The Wise. The, one more time, sorry. Kiki the Wise. Lori McGuire, Mary Lumpkin, Meredith Ottery, Molly Layton, Ruth McCormick, Chantal Salters, Tanner Cole, Tara Lucchino, Trish McCurry, Viv Pickles, and Kathleen Moniz. Hi, Hi Mom. We're going to get on with our Sundays. We're going to eat some pudding. We're going to eat some carbs. Gonna... <laughs> I'm going to eat a fucking burrito because now I want one you're real eat bad. A and then you're going to eat a beer. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to eat uh, like five beers. I'm going to daydream about a beer. I might actually go buy some fucking non alcoholic beer. I feel like I just need to like trick my brain. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, bye. Bye. Bye.